on today's Are You Busy? The madness is about to begin. We're going to talk a little March Madness. College basketball um, is heating up. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, we're also going to talk a little Euphoria Season 2 finale. Um, and Bud Light Next. I did try Bud Light Next. Um, it is technically right now the lightest beer that's ever been made, I think. So we'll break that down, um, my thoughts on, on that, and wrap up with my final thoughts. So um, you guys know the drill by now. It's sports, it's entertainment, it's business. Uh, right here, right now, let's go. Welcome to Are You Busy? If you think you're too busy, then join the party. And the madness is upon us. Today is March 1st. College basketball is heating up. Uh, The top six teams in the country all lost on Saturday night. Um, All of them, all six on Saturday lost. I have them right here. Uh, One through six. Gonzaga, Arizona, Auburn, Purdue, Kansas, and Kentucky. Losers. All losers Saturday night. Uh, The madness is about to begin, and it's time to get excited. It's, it's a great, it's a great time of year. One of my favorite times of the year, just the whole month of, of March, uh, in general, the weather starts to warm up in most places, March madness. Uh, there's, you know, St. Patrick's day, uh, is thrown in there. Great holiday. It's, it's just, uh, it's just a good month. Um, so it's definitely something to get excited, excited about. Um, when I read that, I did not watch any of the games. I will not lie to you guys because it's not quite here yet. That's why I said that the madness is upon us. Um, selection Sunday is March 13th. So still got a a little less than two weeks, um, until March madness actually kicks off. But the top six teams in the country did all lose Saturday and, um, yeah, that's just a telltale sign that the madness is, is coming. It's coming, whether you guys like it or not. Uh, and for all you gamblers out there, first of all, I hope you bet responsibly, uh, but a $100 parlay, um, which just means that if you would have bet $100 that all six of those teams were to lose, so if you would have bet on that, uh, you would have won damn near $45,000. So, um, if anybody, if anybody was the lucky winner, the big time lucky winner on that, congratu- congratulations. Uh, that's, that's an insane, um, an insane bet. Um, but yeah, college basketball is, is absolutely heating up. I'll say it again. And I will fill out a bracket. Uh, I also have to do a, a work pool for it. Um, a March Madness bracket pool for work and it, it's it's just it's a really fun time of year. I love this time of year and nobody I'll say this nobody is nobody cares how good you think your bracket is because nobody is going to have a good bracket. Okay? This is a telltale sign just from the other night. All six all six top 6 teams lost Saturday. So who I if I was you, I'm not even trying to fill out a good bracket because that's that's how that's how mad or that's how bad the madness could get, right? I mean, that's just that's just reality, and it's it's showing us it's showing us rather early, um, even before March begins, that that that's that that's going to be the case. So it's a really exciting time. The tournament uh, is is going to be 
a blast to watch just based off of what happened the other night, I think. I think that's more reason for everybody to to tune in and watch it. There's a couple of teams, Providence, for example, that's usually um, usually not um, you know in the conversation year in and year out. So, and I, I have heard, I haven't watched a lot of their games, only a few, but I have heard that every single game of theirs is a heart attack, uh, but they still only have a handful of losses on the season. So it's, it's just, I could go on and on it's, but it's, it's going to be really exciting. And, uh, yeah, just insane. And the parlay is, is insane. I, I think that that, um, if anybody seriously bet that congrats, big, like all jokes aside, uh, that's, that's an insane amount of money, um, to win and to, and to bet on, to just to risk something like that. Um, and if you bet more than that, then I hats off to you because <laughs> nobody, nobody would have guessed that something like that would have happened the other night, this late in the, this late in the season. Um, a couple other, a couple other quick, um, quick things, sports things, uh, that I want to get to because the the entertainment segment uh, is going to be the majority of this episode. I won't lie to you, and I also I also realized that I I've been wanting to keep these episodes between thirty and forty five minutes, and I've I've yet I've yet to do that. I have yet to do that. Um, so that's my number one goal with this episode is between thirty and forty five minutes total, uh, and then every episode thereafter because I'm a man I'm a creature of habit man of habit whatever creature of habit is the is the correct saying uh so that's my that's my plan going forward um a couple other things first of all absolutely not going to talk about Troy Aikman um it's all rumors and I hate gossip so uh nothing worse than than gossip and drama in my opinion so not going to talk about Troy Aikman whatsoever until something is official so, moving on to other things. Derek Jeter uh, has stepped down all of the sudden as the Marlins CEO. Um, a, a little shocking, sort of. Sort of, right? Not, not completely shocking because the, you know, the Marlins, they stink. Let's, 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 not, uh, let's not beat around the bush here, right? Uh, they stink. And I, I've re- I read online somewhere and I thought that that this was really funny. It just it seemed like he got a taste of the fact that most of the owners in baseball don't care too much about winning and it's all about money. And he he just it took him a little while to realize that strategy. And he was basically like, screw this. Like I, I I'm a winner. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm I'm out. I'm I'm gone. I'm out, completely out. Uh so that's not very far fetched of a thought of, of what actually happened. Um, all jokes aside, but Part of his statement, I'll read a, a short quote from his. He did put out a statement, but I'm not going to read the entire thing because you know the goal is less than 45 minutes today. Uh, just this one part from his statement: the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead. Um, that sounds about right, right? I mean, let's come on, the Marlins. Seriously, they are absolutely dumb enough to think. Oh my God, we're not going to listen to Derek Jeter. He's only got 4% stake in the ownership. Why would we listen to him? He doesn't know anything. He only played. He only won five championships. Why would we listen to Derek Jeter? Like it's, 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 it's the one organization that you, that I could absolutely buy this whole thing from. Like they, they just come, they, um, 
didn't listen to what he had to say. One thing led to another. He figured out that uh, it's not all about winning for the owners. It's all about money. And he was like, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. I'm going to go do like some fun shit. Probably he's going to do a lot of, uh, a lot of playing golf, a lot of other things. I'm sure until he figures out what he wants to do long-term, uh, going forward. If he even wants to go back to front office or commentating or anything, uh, anything of that nature. Um, but a player of that status, it's funny. And I know I said, I wouldn't talk about Troy Aikman at all, but just a quick point, Troy Aikman was a really successful player and, um, is really good as a commentator, as a commentator, but it's, it's hit or miss with stuff like that. Right. Uh, with athletes of, of that status, Jeter, um, we'll see, we'll see what he wants to do. Uh, he could, I could see him not doing it. I could see him doing it in a heartbeat. I'm, I really don't know. I obviously don't know the guy personally. Um, so right. None of us do, uh, to my knowledge, nobody listening to this podcast knows Derek Jeter personally. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but just interesting. It was kind of all of the sudden news. Today I read on Twitter that he stepped he stepped down and put out a statement um, effective immediately. It was just, yeah, it was um, pretty, yeah, pretty interesting. So we'll see what happens. Still no sign of a baseball season, by the way. Still, still no sign whatsoever of a baseball season. Um, it's absolutely, in my opinion, absolutely not going to start on time. There's no shot. And at this point, we're, I, I'm, I'm going to say it at this point, we're going to be lucky to have a season by Memorial Day. That's just, that's just my opinion. Um, with everything, with, with the way that things are going, that's just my opinion. Memorial Day, we may have a season, we may not. That's, that's where I'm at with, with baseball. It may not happen. And, so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm not going to get into those details again um, because they're kind of boring <laughs> and like it's it, it's all it all comes down to money. So we'll be lucky to have a, to have a season by Memorial Day. Um, last little sports thing that I want to touch on, just a, a, another kind of shocking thing. Uh, Phil Mickelson. Um, KPMG, the big accounting firm, and, and Workday dropped Phil Mickelson for the um, for the comments that he made about this about making a Saudi about the Saudi Gulf um, League or tour. And the one thing I'll say about that, it was just it was surprising, pretty surprising. Um, even though he's been known to make all of those videos, right, of him driving up to the clubhouse at the beginning of tournaments on Thursdays, talking about how he's going to hit bombs and what to do on what holes, right? It's obvious that he's a pretty confident person, and rightfully so, because he's a really uh, awesome golfer. But um, the comments that that he made about that and about the PGA Tour, um, making all of the money from the highlights and and not really caring, quote-unquote, about the players... Um, I could go into all of those details. Um, he just basically thought that he was bigger than the game. I think I know that that's more of a baseball saying, but golf is also a really humbling sport. Um, kind of similar to baseball, which is why I like it so much. And, and he just, that's, that's what I think. He just, he thought he was bigger than, than the game itself. And, and, um, was talking bad about the PGA tour, about the very league that, uh, he makes his living off of, or at least some of it. Um, I know, you know, tour, I know once he 
got really successful. He made tons of money off endorsements and stuff. But now they've they've dropped him, right? Two of his two of his really big ones uh, have dropped him. So it's it's just it's it's surprising. It's just it's just surprising for him to make comments like that um, about the PGA Tour making all, all of that money and and not. Um, doing stuff for the players and and not making any of that money, setting aside any of that money for the players because the players are the ones making those shots on the courses, blah, blah, blah. Um, You just, you can't say stuff like that. Is he saying, is he saying stuff that everybody's thinking? Maybe, maybe not. But even if, even for somebody of that that status, and especially I think with somebody of that status, you, you just, you can't say that stuff especially publicly. Um, it's just, it's a bad look, right? It's, that's the bottom line. It's a bad look for everybody, for the PGA tour, for him, for other players that are friends with him off the course. It's just, it's, it's a mess. And that's what I, that's what I wrote. That's what I wrote in my, in my notes, the Mickelson mess. It's just, it's, it's a mess. It's a complete mess. I, you, you think, you know, a guy, right? You think, you know, a guy, and then he comes out and says stuff like this. It's just, it's a complete mess. So, um, yeah. And I did like him. I and I. St- I guess I don't know if I still do. I. I wouldn't say that stuff if I was him. Obviously, it's just whatever, right? Whatever. It's just surprising. It's surprising, growing up watching somebody like that, and then comes out and says, says stuff like that, and all the players' reactions are are a lot worse than I thought they would be. Um, McElroy saying that there are really egotistical comments and naive comments. Um, it's, it's just, it's shocking, right? It's completely shocking. So, um, that, that'll be a wrap for sports. I know it was a short sports segment, but we'll get into a lot more March madness stuff going forward for the rest of the month. Like I said, selection Sunday, Sunday, March 13th, uh, the first four begins a few days after that. And then, uh, and then they start dancing. Then that's it. Then it starts. Um, the madness at that point will arrive. I promise it's coming. It's coming. It's absolutely, yeah, it's happening. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a wrap for, for sports. We're going to try to keep this less than 45 minutes, like I said, and, uh, let's do it. Let's move on. Okay. Entertainment. Um, we had euphoria season two finale. Um, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Uh, the the end, the end a little bit anticlimactic in, in my opinion, but a couple like a couple pretty crazy things happened um, during it uh, that I'll get to, and then I can talk about the end a little bit. But um, so first of all, Cassie storming the stage um, I, I was insane, even though it was honestly expected. <laughs> I, I was not surprise whatsoever that that uh, that that happened and that it that that went as far as it did um I, I i you just she's crazy she and and um i think the whole maddie thing it it just she, it broke her it completely broke her and and um i it's it's yeah it, that so that part was crazy when she storms the stage and goes off on on lexi for making the making the play about everybody blah 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 um yeah, that that part that part was insane. So um, then, at the same time, as there as that as, as all of that's happening, they're closing the curtain and trying to figure out what to do. Um, 
we had Nate uh, Nate Jacobs turning his dad in for all, all of the insane stuff that he's done, um, which was a little bit shocking too. And, and and stuff like that is it can be hard to watch for sure. Um, it, it's just it yeah that that part was was crazy. He finds him um, in in that warehouse and and I, I guess had the cops follow him there somehow and and turns him in for every turns his dad in for everything and and. Um, We'll see if season three. They did already get renewed for a season three, so we'll see if that, if his dad is is really in it at all from prison or anything. I I, I mean, we'll see. I'm not too sure if they're gonna keep that, keep his dad in it. That that might have been their way of quote unquote killing him off the the show. Um, and with with Nate bringing the gun into the warehouse, I thought, I thought, oh my god, he's gonna kill his dad. But um, you know that 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 didn't happen. So I, we'll see. If they plan to keep his his dad, if they plan to keep Cal in the in the show going forward, but that part was was crazy. And then at the same time too, you had the raid at at Fez's place. Um, and yeah, Ash. That's that's really sad about about Ash and everything. And Fez, uh, Angus Cloud, the actor that that plays Fez, I, I thought he was unbelievable with his whole reaction to what was going on with Ash hiding in the bathroom. Uh, that was an incredible performance by him. Um, pretty crazy. The raid was pretty crazy. Um, the guy comes over, I forget his name, that's that's wired for sound. And the girl knows, I also forgot her name. <laughs> um, and drops the glass, quote-unquote, on accident, but really on purpose so she could squat down and... and tell Fez to be quiet and not say anything because he was wired for sound. The guy was wired for sound. And so um, you had that whole thing. And yeah, so the cops end up coming just with full-blown force, automatic weapons, all of that thing. It's a full-on raid and it's it's complete chaos. So really a sad thing about Ash. I think he was really, I think he was great. And the whole Fez thing, I guess they, he's Looks like he's going to be in, in prison as well for season three. Um, and he never made it to Lexi's play, uh, which stunk, right? It's just, yeah, it was a mess for the most part. Um, and I wish there was more Zendaya. I wish there was more Rue in the finale, even though she had that great, that outstanding performance a few weeks ago where she was pretty much the center of the entire episode, but still, it was the finale. I wish they would have had more had more Rue in the finale, but um, not a big deal. They already have a season three coming, uh, which will, which probably won't be for a while, honestly. Zendaya's got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. The raid part was insane. I, I thought that, that 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 part was my favorite part. Um, and the whole, the whole storming the stage too at the beginning was, was good, but I, I wish that that would have carried on longer and would have gone on longer, but I, I still thought that it was good. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes. Obviously a couple people in prison now for season three, Fez and Lexi, who knows where things stand with them because he never made it to the play and they don't even know that this stuff had, no one at the school knows, right? Lexi and Rue don't know that, that this raid happened. So all of that is, is going to get unpacked uh, in season three. Um, and at the end, it, the end was just a little bit slow. It was just Rue and Lexi talking and, and the, um, 
moral of the story, I think, is is just that Rue reunited with Lexi at the end, right? She reunited with the friend that uh, that was there for her the entire time, throughout the entire drug addiction and all of that. So that that part was uh, was good. So they're kind of like they're kind of they're close now again, right? So um, I think I think it was good. I think the I think the show is is you guys know Euphoria, right? It goes in so many different directions with all these characters at the same time. The character development is is phenomenal in this show. Um, it's it's phenomenal. There's not a lot of shows that can have this good of, of character development throughout. Um, and this is only season two. I, I picture this show going on for at least five seasons, four or five seasons at least. So we'll, again, we'll see what happens. I, I think that those three parts that I went over, Storm, Cassie storming the stage, Nate's dad getting turned in, and, and the raid at Fez's, that made the episode. Those three parts were pretty crazy. The raid especially was my personal personal favorite part. Uh, just because of Angus Cloud's performance throughout it all, and yeah, he never made it to the play. And Lexi, we'll, we'll see where they take it. We'll see where they take season three with all these people in prison and all of that. So, really good show. Uh, it's a really dark show for those that have never seen it. If you plan on catching up with seasons one and two and picking up season three when it comes out live, just fair warning it is a very dark show Zendaya plays a drug addict uh, a high schooler drug addict it's about a bunch of high school kids and uh but it it is it's HBO right it's extremely well done um I, I read on Twitter that uh Game of Thrones is the only show since 2004 that uh was watched more often than Euphoria so that's obviously big time that means Euphoria has been a great success um, but it is an extremely dark show, typical HBO fashion, right? So if you plan on picking that up for season three, getting caught up and then picking that up for season three, um, that's the, that's the warning that I'll give is that it's, it's pretty, there's some pretty messed up parts. It's pretty dark. Uh, but Zendaya is phenomenal. The act, all of the actors and actresses are, are phenomenal for the most part. And, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see kind of where they go with, with all of that. Um, a little sad, right? It's a little like, oh my god, like I can't believe season two is already over. Um, but show goes on, right? Show goes on. So, um, couple other things. Two, two quick. Th- we'll do Genius Act two, and then we'll and then I'll do a quick Batman, um, quick Batman preview um, before we we move on to to business. So, um, I did watch Genius Act two. I thought Genius Act 2 was phenomenal. I really did. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal because most of it was about Kanye making the college dropout, um, which was his first album, came out in February of 2004, right? Uh, it's, it's 18 years old now. It's insane. Uh, his first album and arguably uh, arguably his best album, I do think it is I do think it's his best album now that I'm, now that I'm kind of thinking about it. And I must apologize for last week. I mentioned late registration um, came out later than it actually did. <laughs> funny, uh, funny. I actually said that. So um, the, the way the way that his first few albums, the correct order was actually college dropout, late registration, graduation, 808s and heartbreak, 
My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So, so that's the correct order. I apologize for last week. But most of Act 2 of Genius was about him making the college dropout. Um, they, they talked about his whole accident where he had his... Um, he broke his jaw in a few places and had to have surgery. They had to, they had to wire his jaw shut uh, for three weeks. Um, that's where his, his, one of his best songs, Through the Wire, came from, obviously, uh, for those that don't know. Um, and I, I just I, I thought it was, I thought it was unbelievable. Um, I just I love all the parts where it actually shows him creating the songs, right? So it, it showed a clip of him and Jamie Foxx uh, making a song called, called Slow Jams together. Um, at Jamie Foxx's house in Jamie Foxx's studio. Um, and thank God Jamie Foxx had one, right? Because Kanye was struggling to get studio time, um, you know, because, uh, and there's that, oops, there's that you know phrase that I shouldn't be saying. Uh, I think that was my first time throughout the show. I'm not sure. Let me know if, if, if it was or not. Uh, so thank God he had the studio, Jamie Foxx, because they... Kanye was struggling to get studio time because the label Rockefeller, the label kept putting the album off because they thought Kanye was just a producer. They were like, this guy can't rap, whatever. We're just going to, we're going to let you keep making beats and, and whatever, right? We're not going to, we don't take you seriously as a rapper. Um, and this goes back to last week. It's, 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 it's really easy to say, oh my God, how did you hear through the wire and not think that this guy is a, is a legend and this guy's a genius or not a legend, but this guy is, is a genius and we need to get his music out there again, much easier to say that now, but, but still it's just, and I'll get to through the wire in a second because that song, the fact that he made that song is just, it's, it's so gutsy and I'll get to that in a second, but they, they make slow jams at Jamie Foxx's house and Jamie Foxx is literally just joking around in the studio and the stuff that he's joking around doing while Kanye's recording is the stuff that actually makes it in the song. So it's just, it's so, I'm just so mesmerized by stuff like that where people, um, people just have crazy ideas out of the, out of the blue. Right. And maybe that's how most great ideas are formed. It's something you go through an experience, something happens. It just, it kind of pops into your head. Right. Uh, no different here. Something just popped into Jamie Foxx's head and, and, um, they rolled with it and it was, it, it worked. It's a great song, Slow Jams by Kanye West. Go listen to it if you haven't. Uh, it's a good song. And, uh, yeah, so that, that part was, was awesome. And he also showed Pharrell. So now I'll talk about Through the Wire. They, they, he shows Pharrell Through the Wire. Pharrell, that those who don't know, is a, is in a, he's a legendary producer. He's produced tons of different songs. Um, it, the song Happy, Cause I'm happy, blah, 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 um, is by Pharrell. Um, for the, if you didn't know that it's an extremely famous song. I hope you did know that. <laughs> um, but he, he made the beat for that obviously. And he made the beat for tons of songs before that for the past, like fifth, 10, 15 years before that song came out. He's, he's a legend. Um, Kanye plays the song through the wire for Pharrell. Pharrell is absolutely blown away. He walks out of the studio and is like, oh my God. And he didn't even realize. He had to ask his friend there. He was like, did you, it said, he said through the wire at the end. Did you realize that? And the guy was like, yeah, in the song, he says, I got my mouth wired shut during the song, blah, blah, blah. So that, that's a telltale sign right there to me that it's just, he's, he, it's, he's such, his music is, is so insane. He's so good. And 
through the wire. For those that don't know, I'm going to explain it. He had the car accident. He had to have surgery. His jaw was wired shut for six weeks after the surgery. So while his jaw is still wired shut, he makes this song called Through the Wire. And he got the chorus from uh, a famous group that my parents and a lot of my relatives like, Shaka Khan, a song called Through the Fire. And so he, he gets the chorus from them. He just basically speeds it up and makes it really high-pitched, and that becomes the chorus of the song, Through the Wire, instead of Through the Fire. And he just, he talks, he's, he records the song with his jaw still wired shut only two weeks after the accident. And you can kind of listen to the difference if you listen to that song and listen to other songs uh, that Kanye's done. You, you can tell, you can still understand what he's saying, but you can definitely tell that his jaw is actually, is actually wired shut. And it was only two weeks after the accident, and it's just, it's such a legendary, um, it's such a gutsy song to make. Like, that's, that's shortly after that big of an accident, and he just, he poured his heart out uh, on it, and it's just, it's such, a, and the beat is really awesome. It's a great song. It's played, I know my mom said it's been played at Orange Theory a bunch. It's played, it's still played today. It's still popular today. Um, so... That part I thought was really was really awesome how they tied in all the accident stuff and how they showed him. Thank God they had footage of him showing it to Pharrell. I thought that part was really awesome and it's it's uh it's definitely one of his best songs. I don't know if it's his I I don't know if it's his best song ever, but it's up there for sure and it's definitely one of my favorite Kanye songs of all time. Um so that's a big reason why um the album finally got released, the college dropout. Like I said earlier, they put they kept putting it on the shelf. They were like, oh, the label was like, oh my God, we don't take you seriously as a rapper. Just keep making beats, whatever. So he had to make he made a music video for the for that song through the wire and ended up showing it to the label. And they were so blown away that they finally gave a release date to the album, and the rest is history, right? Um, the rest is pretty much history. The album comes out and then his career absolutely explodes. And that's kind of where that's kind of where the end of the episode leaves us, right? It ends with his extremely famous Grammy speech when he wins the Grammy for the college dropout. Um, when he's talking in the Grammy speech and says, uh, people are, are everybody's wondering, is Kanye gonna do something crazy? Blah, blah, blah. And everybody wants to know what is Kanye gonna do if he doesn't win. And then he said, and then he holds up the Grammy and says, "I guess we'll never know." And that's kind of where the episode leaves us, and it kind of foreshadows that the next episode is going to be all about after that, and it's going to be all about the crazy stuff that gone that the Kanye that we know today, right? The crazy, all the crazy stuff that he's done, going up on stage um, during Taylor Swift's award, all the all of that crazy, all of that crazy stuff. It seems like that's what's going to be what's going to be next. Um, in, in the last episode. So I think it's going to be a good last episode, but I'm afraid that it's not going to be a lot about making the music that he made, that he made after the college dropout, which is still, in my opinion, up until watch the throne, all of that music is, is phenomenal. Um, between 2004 and 2011, all of that music is phenomenal, but I'm afraid that they're not going to show a lot of him making that music but again we'll see what happens next week again um or i guess tomorrow um is the last episode is when it comes out and 
yeah, so we'll, we'll see. And that Grammy speech, it really was the beginning of the Kanye that everybody sees that everybody sees for the next 15 years or so, right? All of the crazy stuff that he does. That Grammy speech was kind of the beginning of all of that. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how they do how they do next weeks because there's obviously still a lot of time between 2004 and 2022. There's so much. That's a lot of time to cover in, into one episode. So they're gonna skip. Obviously, they're gonna skip some stuff. Hopefully not. Hopefully not too important stuff. But but we'll see. Again, Act Three, final act of Genius comes out tomorrow, um, Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow. I got all my days mixed up because I'm a little tired, but that's okay. Um, and then last thing really quick, uh, entertainment-wise, um, just want to touch on the Batman. The Batman does come out this Friday, March 4th. Uh, I am going to see it on Saturday, so we'll do a full review next week. But just wanted to touch on the fact, fair warning, it is three hours long for those of you that don't like long movies. So we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. But I will say this, three-hour movies, for the most part, are worth it. And let me tell you why. I'll rattle off a few three-hour movies right now. Avengers Endgame, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Titanic, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, I think, was close to three hours. Avatar, Django was close to three hours, right? You get the point. For the most part, three-hour movies are worth seeing, right? All of those movies that I listed, most of you have probably seen and most of you probably think are pretty good. So um, I'm I'm seeing it on Saturday. We'll do a full review next week about it. Uh, I From the trailers and all of that, it does look like it has a chance to be just as good as The Dark Knight. Uh, but that's a big statement that I just said. So uh, we'll see. I'm definitely not getting my hopes up. So we'll see how, how Robert Pattinson and everybody else does. Um, but that's my only warning to you guys is that it is a three hour movie, but for the most part, like I said, three hour movies are worth it. So, um, yeah, that's a wrap for, for entertainment. Um, and let's move on. Let's do business. Okay. Business. Um, before I get into business, I am fully aware that I'm at about 33, 34 minutes. Uh, so got to be quick if we want to make our, our less than 45-minute goal. Um, Bud Light Next. I did try Bud Light Next. Um, for those that may not know, for some weird reason, uh, Bud Light ran an ad in the Super Bowl for Bud Light Next. Uh, it's their new beer that, to my knowledge, is the lightest beer that's ever been made. Um, 80 calories, zero carbs, beer. Um, before that, I'm pretty sure Michelob Ultra was the lightest beer, hence their superior light beer, whatever slogan. And they, they got 95 calories and, and 2.6 grams of carbs I'm reading here. Um, so Bud Light Next is even lighter and, uh, it, it, it's a little too light, I must say. I must say it was a little too light in my opinion. And I'm not even like a really big beer guy anymore, right? I was in college just because who wasn't? And uh but nowadays I I love high noons, I love just liquor, right? Vodka water or, or ranch water, tequila and, and whatever. I don't drink beer 
that much, but I do like Michelob Ultra a lot. Um, so I decided to try Bud Light next because it's it was lighter and to see if Bud Light Bud Light is a good beer, the normal Bud Light. So I was like, let let's just let's give it a shot. Let's try it. And yeah, a little too light, in my opinion. It almost tastes flat, right? If for anybody that's tried it, maybe you agree, maybe you don't. It almost tastes flat, like a flat beer, because it's that light. So I, I don't know. I think if they make a lime flavor, I know Bud Light Lime was that was a thing, or it is a thing, but it's I don't think it's as popular anymore. But Bud Light did make a lime like regular Bud Light made a lime flavor. Um, that is, I, I also think that that's pretty good, but it's just not that popular anymore. But I think I really do think if they if Bud Light Next makes a lime flavor, that would probably help. That would that would help a lot. I think I really do, and I. I am a big lime person though, so um, maybe I'm biased, maybe I'm not, but that's that's what I'll say. I think a lime flavor would help a lot. I think a lime flavor would have a chance to become like the best just beer slash slash seltzer kind of drink out there. They have they have a chance at at nailing something like that. It would just come, in my opinion, if it's if it's good, if a lime flavor is good, it would just like completely take over. Um, as the best beer slash seltzer, it would literally just like smack those, smack those in the middle, and just just launch itself directly above all of the high noons and white claws and and beers of the world. Uh, maybe not high noons because that's real vodka, but um, I just I, I think it has a chance to be better than Michelob Ultra, regular Bud Light, um, White Claw, Truly, Topo Chico seltzers, you name it. If they make a good lime flavor Bud Light next, it has a chance to be to be that that good and better than all of those drinks that I just mentioned. So that's that's what I think that's what I think that they should do. Again, it's obviously not my decision, right? Who who cares? Right? Who cares what I think? I who I, I, I know nothing about how to make stuff like this, obviously. But if it was me, I like to play this game a lot. If it was me, if I was whatever, CEO, if it was my decision, that's what we're doing. We're making a lime flavor. Um, the regular Bud Light Next flavor stinks. It, it, it's a little too flat. Um, so yeah, they should go the lime route and see what happens. Um, okay, yeah, and that's right. Is it is this is this a business segment? Is it not? It's a business decision to make a lime flavor, okay? That's, that's all I'm going to say. um okay so that's that'll be a wrap um we'll wrap up with with my final thoughts um my final thoughts are with the country of of ukraine um i'll be honest with you guys i don't i should pay a lot more attention to history than i do history was by far my worst subject in school by far it wasn't even close and uh so that's all I'm going to say is that my final thoughts are with Ukraine. Obviously, Russia invaded the country, and it's just a lot of it's a lot of chaos. It's a really horrible thing. Um, I'm not going to get into any details because it's obviously a really it's a really horrible thing. That's plain and simple. And uh, my final thoughts are with the country of Ukraine. So, um, and when stuff like this happens, unless you're Obviously, if you just lost a loved one or 
got some really bad family news about somebody getting sick, whatever, that's, that's awful. I'm really obviously sorry about that. But when stuff like this happens, I, I personally think about the little problems that happen in my life and they don't, or the little problems that I think are big problems in my life. Uh, when stuff like this happens, it, it just helps me realize that, that those problems, uh, are not, are not, not problems whatsoever. Like I, it's, it's, it's mind boggling, um, to me sometimes how, uh, you know, how, how big of a deal I, all of us, not just me, I'm sure there's other people out there, um, that make a big deal out of stuff when they shouldn't. And I, I'm, I'm guilty of that all the time. Hand up guilty of that all the time, arguably daily. And so when stuff like this happens, it's, it's just, my thoughts are with them. And it just, it helps remind me that, uh, life could be worse. And these, these quote unquote problems that I have, uh, are not, are, are not a big deal. And, um, so really bad thing. Um, thoughts are with the country and, uh, just hope everybody is, is staying safe in, in Ukraine. And there's obviously a lot of innocent people at risk and stuff. It's, it's just, it's awful. It's, it's not, it's so my thoughts are with them and we're going to end on a serious note. How about that? So that's a wrap. That's the show. Um, with the final thoughts being with Ukraine and, uh, yeah, hope everybody has a, a great rest of the week. Um, again, we'll do we'll do a little we'll do a little Batman review next week. We'll do some more March uh, March Madness and hopefully have an update on a baseball season or or not. We'll see. So, <laughs> um, yeah, talk to you guys next week.